Uh, so we'll progress with our training camp back in pads today, moving around. Uh, it'll be kind of an on and off the field type of day, you know, due to some of the numbers availability. We're kind of working some guys in different situations. So we'll go on the field today, progress our install, be start building a little bit more in the team periods and kind of flow of calling the plays from the sideline, getting guys lined up here in the play in the huddle, breaking it going, kind of getting away from a little bit of the transition of drill to drill. You guys seen the first part of camp that we operate with. We got to get in this next couple flow of weeks of just playing some football, getting out there, letting our guys operate. So that being said, I'll answer any questions you have. Joe, did you sense the guys are chomping at the bit to play a real game next Saturday? I think they're at a point in training camp right now that's very natural where they're tired of beating up on each other. I think they're waiting to get to another opponent. I think every team in the league's probably at that point right now. You know, while it seems like it's only been, you know, call it just about two weeks of being here, it's kind of like dog ears. You know, they come in every day. It's a little bit of Groundhog Day. They get working. They do a good job. They work hard. I think you get to a certain point where you may not be 100% ready for a full 60 minutes, but you're at that point where competition is driving. You really want to go ahead and play against an opponent. You know, and I think one thing about our guys is obviously it's kind of like brothers fighting a little bit right now, right? They're all kind of trying to get the best of each other, compete with each other. And then you get to a point where, you know, you want to get outside the house and no one messes with you. Saw that uh, Zach Fulton, yeah. you guys retiring now. Can you give us any details on that? And Eric, is there any concern about you? That's three veterans now. No, I had a good conversation with Zach last night. He talked with me, Rob, Flats, um, Jason. Uh, Dave, a few other people in the organization. You know, I would say specifically the Jack, uh, Zach situation. Uh, look, Zach was doing a good job for us. He's a guy I don't want to see go. However, I respect his decision. I'll let him speak completely for himself. I would say that, you know, a lot of these older vets, you know, they're at a different point in their life with different things. Zach's a guy who started business in the offseason. He just had his son. Um, you know, his family's down in Texas. It's an opportunity for him to get back. You know, we talked a lot about just the duration of a career and different things. And, you know, without going into everything, I mean, look, he indicated to us, you know, hey, listen, coming out of, you know, where he was last year, you know, your body's in a different point than it is when you're younger in your career. And you get the point to see, do I think I have it for 16 games? And we have to respect when these guys look us in the eye and say, listen, I really wanted to see if I could push through it, but, you know, I don't think my body's at that point anymore. And you can leave at this point in the game with your health. I'd say all three situations are different. Everyone has a different personal circumstance. I respect all three. We've left the door open for all three. These are three good guys who worked hard for us. Listen, I can't I can't tell you how much respect I have for the players who come out and work hard for us. Uh, I know this is a demanding place. I know this is a place that we're going to work them. We're smart about how we work our players, we're calculating it, but at the same time, we have to push our players and train them that when they go on the field, number one, they're safe. Number two, they can play effectively. It's our job to help these players produce on the field and put them in position. So it's training camp. There's you know different things that come up along with it, but I think in terms of these three vets, uh, look, it's not unique to the league. I know there's been several vets that have retired. This is not unique to this year. One thing I'd say that is a little different this year than previous years is there's more people that you call that are you know on the street trying to get into camps normally where the agents have indicated that they're done playing football. I'd say these are guys of varying ages, but mostly guys I'd say above, call it six years in the league. When you call these guys this time of year normally, everyone's training, waiting, ready to get into training camp. This has just been a different year. You know, it's, it's our job to always know who's available. That's why we talk about having constant tryouts going through the personnel, knowing who's available in the league. You never know what happens on your roster, other rosters. That's our you know, due diligence we have to keep on. But in terms of dealing with like vets who make decisions like this, the biggest thing is you have to understand, you got to respect them as a person first. Okay, And as you look at your roster, and sometimes you don't want to see any of those players walk out, when we sit down, you have an honest conversation, you don't really talk much about football. You talk about family. You talk about their experience in the league. You talk about what they want to do long-term in their life. You talk about a lot of different things. 
you know, I've offered, you know, every one of these players an opportunity to actually take a couple days and think about it before making a you know, career deciding decision. You know, each one of them had already told me that, hey, listen, this is something that they've been thinking about throughout the entire process of before they came here or they've been thinking about the entire process leading into training camp throughout the summer. These are natural thoughts to have, you know. I appreciate everything they've done for the team. They all worked hard for us. I don't want to see any one of them go. We left the door open for all three based on circumstances that something would happen and they could return we had room for them. I'd welcome all three of them back. I really would. You know, these are guys who obviously brought into our program because we thought they could help the team. They're three good dudes. I'll tell you right now, all three of them are good dudes. And the short exposure I had, you know, with Todd and Joe, I mean, these guys instantly, you know, you could see in the locker room that they made an impact on guys around them. So you appreciate all that stuff about him. You know, Zach's been with us through the spring. He's a guy that's been great in meetings. He's an older guy. You know, when you sit down, you have actual conversations with them, and you really kind of get deeper, and you, you put football aside and just talk about family and, and interests and things going on. You know, you really see the depths of the person. You know, and you got to take the helmet off sometimes. We come out here, it's all ball in the field. But, you know, we're working with people. It's a people business. Okay, and we got to make sure I talk all the time about knowing the people. So, you know, I can't turn around and ask someone to give me their all and tell them that we're going to always have their back and when they make a decision that's best for them and their family, turn around and think slight of them. Okay, I respect the decision they made with the player. I respect every day they come out here and work for us. So when they make a decision that they have to go a different path of life, then that's it. We support them. Anything that in the future that comes up with them, we'll always be here for them. Where do you stand with Joe line? Yeah, so I mean obviously it's our job to make sure we see who's out there as well. Do we need depth on the line? You know, one thing about the way we operate, to be honest with you, is we have to consider the numbers of what we do, which will play a little bit in today's practice. We've got to make sure that we, you know, supplement different periods with different things that people need. But ultimately, we can't just keep piling reps on top of guys. We've got to be smarter how we do it. Sometimes that means trimming down a certain period, okay, or changing the way the structure of practice is being done for that day. It's our job to adjust and adapt and make sure that we play the players that we have available on hand. We'll keep developing all the guys on our roster. That's always our number one mission. These young guys are going to get the opportunity to play a lot of ball this year. A lot of ball through practice, a lot of ball through preseason. And have a lot of opportunities. So, you know, it's our job to make sure we put them in a position for them to take advantage of those opportunities and go forward. You mentioned how important would it be for you to add a veteran now to that? You said there's a lot of young guys, but you just lost a veteran guy that you did add this offseason. You know, I always say all the time, Jordan, whether it's a veteran or a young guy, the important thing is adding a good football player who can help this team. You know, we'll work with anybody. If they're going to come in here and they're going to give us their all and they're going to, you know, do what we ask them to do, that, that's a critical point of it right there. And it's important to bring in the right kind of people for the program. Uh, we've done a good job of bringing in guys who are good, solid people in this locker room, and that always helps going forward. But in terms of specifically to the age, Jordan, um, look, we're just hung up on getting quality players in here. We're not overly concerned about you know their years' experience in the league. You mentioned the numbers. I was that linebacker seems like a really shorthand position. Any of those guys close to getting back? A few of them are. A few of them are. And a lot of them are day by day right now. They're all making progress, Dan. We'll see where they're at right now. We're going to try and get a few of them through the weekend, see where they're at next week going in. And the goal is to get these guys that are coming back, obviously ramp them up, see can they play in the Jets game. We'll push that back to Cleveland. And the guys that are out here right now getting them ready for that game next week because there's going to be a lot of young guys going to play a lot of ball next week. We'll, we'll treat next week typically for the most part, and it's not 100% concrete, but for the most part, we're going to make sure we give the young players a strong chance to make an impression early on. You know, we don't have preseason game four this year where typically a lot of young players get a lasting impression on the back end of camp. Different than previous years now, uh, we've got to make cuts. We've got to cut five after the first game, five more after the second game. I want to make sure that we don't move on from a player without giving an opportunity to go out there and play as much football as he can and make a strong impression one way or the other.
you know, what was the last year kind of like working with him, telling him to stay positive, and then I guess is this the same guy you saw last training camp? Well, I'd say first off, just relative to this training camp, he's making a lot of plays for us. He's doing a good job. He comes out and works hard every day. I mean, Sills the guy that does everything you ask, and he does it 100%. He's definitely a guy you got to tell him, hey, slow down a little bit. You never got to tell him to get going. And this guy's commitment off the field in terms of what he did in the offseason, I mean, basically, I mean, this guy just followed Daniel around the country, and wherever Daniel was, he was going to be there to catch passes. And that's someone who's, you know, you can tell really invested and give himself every shot he has. You know, in terms of him this season, or last season, in terms of being in the IR deal, you know, the message is that those guys stay positive. You know, we're going to work with you, get you healthy, get you back on the field, give you an opportunity to compete, stay mentally engaged, stay involved with the team, you know, keep being a good teammate. And that's something he definitely did. He was in there every day at the strength staff, the rehab staff, smiling, good energy, challenging other guys. Um, I know it hurt him because of the work he put in on the front end to get out here and compete. He did a good job for us. It was very unfortunate the way it happened last year. Um, you know, pleased with the way he's playing so far, and we'll keep him going forward. Was he on track, was he on track to make the team last year in your mind? I'm not going to go into final roster decisions from last year, but I'd say at that point he'd give himself a lot of opportunities to be part of that. You know, they all have a different skill set, and they're all doing a good job right now proving. You know, and running backs are all very unique a lot of times in how you use them. Some guys have a different skill set. Is it more, you know, blitz pickup pass game? Is it more early down runs between the tackles downhill? And right now we're kind of finding a lot of that out. The one thing I've seen from all those guys is daily improvement. And it's not just when the ball's in their hands of how they're making cuts, pressing it, and making the reads, but it's the blitz pickup, it's the scans, it's the third down protections, it's getting out when they have to, it's understanding the multiples in the offense. And these things all add up to them playing fast. And the key is with a running back, they got to play fast, be successful. Just a question, follow that. Where is kind of, Yeah, so we'll have conversations on a daily basis about how his rehab went. We'll have conversations on a weekly basis in terms of where we think he is coming up. In terms of the timetable, I say all the time, guys, I'm just being flat out honest. I'm not a doctor. I let the medical team, when they tell me a guy's good to go and put him on the field, I know he's good to go. Sometimes we'll have guys that come out and say, hey, we got to limit this guy to these periods only today and find phase him up. And that's, you see a lot of that day by day. We do that. In terms of a player like Saquon, a timetable coming back, you know, he's making daily progress. I know it sounds like a broken record at this point, but that's important for us to see. Coming off an injury like this, you want to make sure that it's not, you push forward, take a step back. So we I see guess, these guys going. Sorry, I'm interrupt. I guess where I was going for with, with those, the other backs, not the non-Saquon backs, is with Saquon's status, you know, not really known at the moment, are you, do you ramp these other guys up in a different way than you, you, you normally would? No, we're getting them all ready to play, if that's your question. Yeah, th this doesn't change the course of action right here, what we're doing. I mean, everyone's practicing. We're going to have everyone ready to play. We're going to keep more than one running back. That's no secret. And I'll keep as many that are quality players as we can. Look, running backs have to have roles beyond just offense. These guys got to cover kicks, got to play in the return game. They have to have, you know, early down run value. They have to have third down sub value. So running backs are valuable pieces. Running backs and safeties and kind of outside linebackers, the will linebackers, those body types are very valuable for just team building. Because you're looking at guys that have role in offense or defense, they have role in situational football, third down red zone, but then they also have the kicking game role as well, which is important. When you only take 46 guys to a game, everyone's doing more than one thing. Joe, last, last one. How do you keep tabs on Saquon? Do you, do you kind of peek over during practices? Do you find yourself looking over there? Or do you... There are times I'll look over. If I'm in that part of the field and he's out there working, I'll look over and watch him. Uh, you know, In terms of watching film, if there's something specific the trainers want to show me to highlight something that he's done, we'll go through that together. And then we have daily meetings. How does he look to you? It looks like he's working hard and improving. <laughs>